Hi, it's Jamie, Progressive's number one, number two employee. Leave a message at the... Hey, Jamie, it's me, Jamie. This is your daily pep talk. I know it's been rough going ever since people found out about your acapella group, Mad Harmony, but you will bounce back. I mean, you're the guy always helping people find coverage options with the Name Your Price tool. It should be you giving me the pep talk. Now get out there, hit that high note, and take Mad Harmony all the way to nationals this year! Sorry, a pitchy. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Blog Talk Radio. Lucid's Trust, a non-profit, non-political, and non-sectarian organization on the roster of the Economic and Social Council of the United Nations, and concerned with the establishment of world cooperation and goodwill, presents Inner Sight with your host, Robert Anderson. He, with Sarah and Dale McKechnie, President and Vice President of Lucis Trust, will discuss philosophical and spiritual topics essential to everyday life. Now here's your host, Robert Anderson. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to Inner Sight. Today's theme is Part 2 of The World Teacher, which we started last time. So I hope you stay with us as we explore this interesting topic. The history of mankind is, in reality, the history of man's demand for for light and for contact with God, and then the giving of light and the approach of God to man. Always the Savior the avatar or the world teacher, issued forth from the secret place of the Most High and brought to man fresh revelation, fresh hope, and a fresh incentive towards fuller spiritual living. You know what I'd like to do? I'd like us to recap last time because uh, we went into a lot of different levels of this and I think it might be uh, good for people to hear a recap. Well, uh, briefly, we were talking about the role uh, of a world teacher. We uh, talked about the different names that this um, entity is known by, including Avatar, um, Bodhisattva, Messiah, Christ. Um, Sometimes this being is called the world savior, but there's a kind of a humorous um, comment in the writings of Alice Bailey to do with the difference between world teacher and world savior. She wrote, people love to be saved because it ignores their own immediate responsibility, and that it must be remembered that it's the teaching given by the world teacher that saves humanity. In other words, men must save themselves by their reaction and their response to the teaching that this figure brings. And that, to me, um, it sounds like hard work, but it also sounds uh, just right. Because, as we said, the world teacher is a prototype uh, or an embodiment of quality divine potential that exists within every human being and we each of us have to summon up in response to the world teacher that quality within us uh, for example the Buddha who embodied the the nature of light the light of the mind and he demonstrated the achievement of liberation when one is freed from attachment and desire and materialism and Christ who embodied the nature of love and uh, the the saving power of uh, love and compassion for 
uh, one's fellow men. So they, the world teachers bring a, a new quality, a new energy to humanity and anchor it as a kind of a spiritual charge within the world. And before we get on, I just want to mention that we do have a, a terrific discount on uh, the book that all of our dialogue today is based on, one of the works of Alice Bailey called The Reappearance of the Christ. It's a, it's a nice discount. Stay with us. We'll talk more about it later. But um, what I would like to know at this point is, is, will he come alone or will he have help? To me, that would um, it would be only logical that uh, his purpose, his mission, would be fulfilled by the cooperation of many, many uh, beings uh, of various spiritual grades and ranks. And we've talked before about the spiritual hierarchy uh, of the masters or the white brotherhood, the kingdom of souls, who are highly evolved uh, beings who have come through the human experience and who may not have attained the level of the world teacher but have progressed beyond ordinary humanity. They will be involved in uh, cooperating with the purpose of the world teacher when he returns. We've talked about the new group of world servers, which are uh, those men and women whose lives are dedicated to service of God's plan through all the fields of human living finance, government, education, religion, culture and the arts, philosophy, psychology. There's every uh, field of human endeavor has possibilities for service. And these people also uh, aid the world teacher. Yes, it stands to reason that he, it, he can't do this job all by himself. Uh, he didn't before, 2,000 years ago when uh, the Christ appeared. Uh, he, he has... Um, he came, the angels announced his coming, and the angels were there to help, and um, he had a group of disciples. Uh, as uh, did the Buddha. As did the Buddha, right? So, um, no, I mean, it, it's a group effort, and that's, that's a very important thing to, recommend, uh, to uh, point out and to take to heart, because um, this is leading humanity towards the next, to take the next step is, is not an easy job, and it, it takes a, a huge worldwide group effort. And as Sarah just said, uh, we have this group called the New Group of World Service, who are literally men and women sc scattered throughout the world in all societies and all countries who have uh, uh, a sense of love and a sense of sharing and sense of cooperation in their hearts. and. Uh, these are the um, people in their place, where they are, where they were born in the world, and they act as kind of a forerunner for the Christ and for this great world teacher. And it is by by their actions that they, they help in the preparatory work. I find it really inspiring and um, meaningful to think that even the most ordinary human beings can be part of this um, assistance that is needed by the world teacher uh, if we live lives of goodwill, if we live with unselfishness and uh, dedication to serving our fellow human beings and, well, the other lives that share the planet in whatever way is possible to us. We can think of ourselves as assisting his, his purpose. I find that very inspiring. 
Absolutely, and um, it is said in the in the writings of Alice Bailey that um, the new group of world servers are kind of act as the um, John the Baptist, uh, the forerunner, forerunner uh, the John the Baptist uh, symbol, you might say. And so here again, we are uh, in a new age, in the beginning of a new age, and uh, we have a, a th- the same pattern that is being presented to the world, but this time on a world scale, whereas before it was more localized in a very small area. But it's the same great avatar that's coming again to uh, advance the revelation further. And I think you can look at the world and see that there's a tremendous amount of cooperation um, that's being um, given to the world teachers uh, um, work. We can see a great deal in the world that's not good but we can look at um, splendid examples of uh, unselfish service and dedication, not only by individuals, but by groups. And you can sit here and name such groups until you doze off. Amnesty Mm -hmm. International, uh, Doctors Without Borders, it goes on and on and on. There are so many groups mobilized today to assist and to redeem and comfort and uplift the condition of the world. Yes, we have our problems, but we also have a a network of servers that's in place and skillful and intelligent and dedicated. And this is a sign, I think, that the world teacher's return is assured. Why would such an individual waste his time coming back to a world where people were not interested or uh, aware of him or uh, eager to be of help? He would need cooperators. He would need a receptive environment. And I think we can say that that is being established. Now, in the works of Alice Bailey, he is referred to as the Christ. He's referred to as the world teacher. But what is he, what is he likely to teach? What is going to be the nature of his teachings? Well, that's an interesting question. If we... If we look back at past world teachers, two of the greatest ones were the Buddha who taught light, taught the way to achieve enlightenment, the noble eightfold path that is discovered through um, detachment from the world of the senses, from desire, being responsible for one's own spiritual development. Then we can look at the Christ who embodied love in a way that had never before been um, expressed on earth and now it's said in the writings of Alice Bailey that the world teacher when he returns will teach us something or embody something to do with the spiritual will that has never before been um, expressed as a quality of divinity and I find that uh, something very interesting to reflect on the spiritual will as an expression of divine um, purpose Uh, think what we could do for the world if there were the capacity to galvanize the will for the good of the whole so much time is wasted with feeling helpless and uh, with observing the effects of inertia and indifference so I personally look forward to a a living vivid example of spiritual will Um, the um, 
The, in the writings of Alice Bailey, she outlines, in fact, in this book, The Reappearance of the Christ, uh, which we're offering, uh, she outlines um, several uh, the uh, uh, themes that the Christ will emphasize, and one of them is a, is a very important one for the um, condition of the world today, and that's establishing right human relations. Uh, we, we've mentioned this so many times in the the use of goodwill and establishing right human relations in the world as a precondition for his coming because uh, without that it would be, as Sarah pointed out, it would be pointless for him to come into a world in which there weren't good relationships among people and among nations because it would uh, just defeat everything that he try he's trying to do. And uh, <clears throat> where relationships are based on goodwill, then you have the flow, the chance for the flow of love and goodwill to flow in the world. And that is so very important for the, uh, uh, for the work of this great world teacher. Uh, and it's important for humanity because without love, uh, the world will just not move forward. There's another interesting insight that um, is found in the writings of Alice Bailey about what the world teacher will teach, and it has to do with equality. We know that uh, liberty, equality, fraternity was the gift of the French Revolution, and it was um, uh, linked to the American Revolution, which um, emphasized the equality, all men are created equal. But that is probably the most... um, uh, unenlightened um, understanding of, of equality when viewed from the spiritual standpoint, it said that equality will be the revelation of the coming one based on a sense of proportion and a spiritual self-respect and a recognition of the laws of rebirth and of cause and effect or karma. And I was thinking about what this kind of equality implies. It doesn't, I think, mean that every human being is equal to another human being because common sense tells us that's not so. Some people are born with talents and with gifts and intelligence and others are born with limitations that we can't say that we're all equal in in that sense. But those attributes that I just named have to do with the outer presentation, with the form aspect in a sense. All of those have to do with the, the material personal self. And I think this thought that equality will be the revelation of the coming one is the exemplification of a spiritual uh, worth that is present within every human being simply because that person is a human being. We are all precious in the eyes of God and we are all created by God regardless of our limitations or talents that we might have achieved. Those come through rebirth, through learning mastery according to the ageless wisdom. We don't view this life as our only life. We see life as a continuity of incarnations and some people are older and more experienced but all are equal in spiritual potential and that's going to be the teaching of the coming one yes and one of the great things that um, has to be done by the Christ and by those who come with him the other great service and helpers is to break down this 
wall of darkness that exists between the outer world of the form life that we all live in and our personality lives and the world of the inner spiritual life, uh, the world of the soul, the realm of the soul. Uh, there is so much um, misunderstanding, I think so much fear, so much um, ignorance actually about <clears throat> this, these inner planes of life. But this is where our source resides, where the soul resides. This is the great spiritual uh, reservoir of where we uh, originate. And there needs to be more of a continuity between the inner and the outer life. And that's one of the great barriers that has to be broken down, I think, before we're, uh, the, we can really understand the meaning and the purpose of the, you know, Christ's um, life and work. And for those people who just tuned in, you're listening to Inner Sight. And our offer for today, and we do hope you take advantage of it, is you'll get a discount on the book that we're speaking about today. All of the dialogue that we have today, are, it all emanates from The Reappearance of the Christ, which is one of the works of Alice Bailey. And ordinarily, um, that's a book that you'd have to purchase for $11, but today we're offering it at half price for $5.50, providing that you mention that you heard it on Inner Sight. Additionally, we also have an audio recording of this book, The Reappearance of the Christ, and you're welcome to buy either one, or you can buy both if you'd like, for half price. And to order, well, you can also order our books, our cassette tapes. We have 24 volumes of books. Um, and if you order them as a complete set, you will get a 10% discount. We, our books can be purchased at Barnes & Noble, Amazon.com, Borders. But you'll only get the 10% discount uh, on the complete works of Alice Bailey if you order them uh, through us, calling up our office at the following number, one 866-695-8247. And that number two is for ordering the book that is being discounted today, The Reappearance of the Christ, or the uh, re- the audio recording on the very same book. Uh, an easy way to remember the phone number, one eight six six ny lucis Think of New York, Lucis, L-U-C-I-S, one eight six six ny lucis And our website, www.lucistrust. Lucis Trust is one word, dot org. Once again, it's www.lucistrust.org. And our email, New York at lucistrust.org. And we, uh, uh, we also have a general package of information. Very often people call up and they want to know who we are, what we're all about, and we'll be happy to send you a general package of information just by calling the same number, one 866 NY Lucis, or if you like the uh, the numbers themselves, 1 866 695 8247. Once again, 1 866 695 8247. I think of the reappearance of the Christ, I think of the world teacher as being more or less as a uh, very powerful change agent. How will we recognize? the world teacher? Well, I think we we cannot look for this being only in the field of the world's religions. In fact, sometimes I wonder if that would not be the last field he might come back to because there's so much uh, separation and mistrust yeah. and uh, so many barriers that would need to be overcome. Which re- religion would he choose? Uh, and therefore, who would be left out of his um, his recognition? 
Possibly uh, we should look for him in the field of government. We have the United Nations, which is planetary in scope, and uh, that would be a field that would be um, suitable for his purposes because he is, after all, the world teacher, maybe in science, maybe in culture and the arts, which is becoming increasingly uh, universal in its appeal, or maybe in psychology. All human beings are involved in trying to understand their their fundamental essence. Um, I don't know. I think the mind needs to be open to this, but a good case might be made for looking for the world teacher in the field of science because scientists trust and rely upon the light of the mind and that what the mind reveals is more important than personal interest to such thinkers. They set aside personal biases and preferences when they are confronted with the truth. And so I would think maybe he might function well in that field. But in any case, I think we have to say that uh, becoming sensitive to spiritual quality is uh, preliminary to being able to recognize the world teacher. In other words, we won't be able to recognize him unless there is something within us that somehow responds or vibrates to the same capacity. So it would have to maybe do with a certain type of consciousness that would appeal to him and in turn uh, the consciousness of uh, that aspect of humanity might be attracted to him as well. Yes, uh, it's said that the Christ will have no proclaimers. The world teacher will not be announced. Uh, That would be too easy. We have to recognize him because we sense his quality. Yeah, I think that's a very important point because um, today especially um, there are all kinds of people walking around (laughs) claiming to be the Christ and uh, uh, there are, yeah, a few of them have shown up at our office from time to time. (laughs) So uh, we... uh, (laughs) uh, Never argue with them. No, we just send them on their way. But, um, you know, this is one thing that we have to really use your powers of discrimination and that's why it's so valuable to read this book, The Reappearance of the Christ, because it lays out there in very, um, very sane way about who this being is and the tremendous stature that he represents. And so uh, if you run into these people that are going around proclaiming that the Christ is here and there and this is the Christ, well then be very skeptical about that. So, Well, I for one want to key into that consciousness. I want to have that consciousness within me that would be magnetized to the avatar, to the world teacher. And how can we all prepare? How can we prepare for the coming of this great being? Well, there are many ways, but um, there's one particular um, aspect that uh, rings true to me. It's a statement from the writings of Alice Bailey that says, the power to think true is the savior of humanity, the power to think true. If if we think that the very um, etymology of the word man is from the Sanskrit for manas, meaning one who thinks, or a thinking being, then the power to think and to think true is our, our salvation. That is surely our best uh, means of preparing for his presence in the world, by our capacity to recognize the truth and to live by it. Um, Another 
more practical expression of preparation for the world teacher can be seen in the increasing group uh, effort that we see in in the world. Human beings realize, I think, more and more that we are interconnected and that we have to function together as groups in right human relationships. We don't always do a very good job of it, but when you look at the proliferation of conferences that have been called in the last few decades on a global level to uh, eradicate world problems having to do with the environment, with the social conditions, with um, uh, population control. There, there have been so many of these conferences called that I think show people are coming together for the common good. Right, and of course, the, you mentioned the cycle of conferences, and of course, we have the founding of the United Nations. I mean, that is, uh, um, I think, a very obvious sign on a world scale of uh, <coughs> preparation. Uh, we, perhaps the people who are responsible for founding the UN didn't don't see it that way, but uh, uh, I, I certainly think it is. And also the, the great movement that's going on in Europe now, the establishing of the European Union, I think that is also related to the preparation work and um, for the coming of the world teacher because it is bringing nations together in right relationship and I stress again this importance of relationship because that is the fundamental key for the uh, working out of the plan of God. And another um, phenomenal development that I think is crucial to the world teacher is the growth of the Internet and of the impact of the media. Even in remote villages in Africa and India, people are more and more uh, informed educated and have a sense of connection to the rest of the world. And this is providing um, an accessible field of communication for the world teacher to, to, to convey his teaching to the whole of humanity and not just to a small group, to the Twelve Apostles or whatever. The world is much better educated, more responsive, and it's come through the the horrors of the last century, which I think was the bloodiest century in all of human history. Humanity, you could say, is chastened and hopefully a bit wiser as a result of all the suffering of the past century. And these are means of preparation for his his return. And then we have to come to the fact of the great invocation, which we always close this program with, this is said to be our major means of um, of cooperation and preparation for his reappearance in the world because when we work with the great invocation we are establishing a relationship with God and with God's purpose as individual cooperators we're evoking invoking rather light and love and purpose to work out in the world through the cooperation and consent of humanity, um, the line that says, from the center which we call the human race, let the plan of love and light work out. This saying of this great invocation on a regular basis is said to be uh, a major means of cooperation with his purpose. Yes, in fact, the great invocation was giving out, given out to humanity for that specific purpose, to uh, help uh, 
to provide, actually, to provide humanity with the means of uh, helping in the preparation work. Mm -hmm. And um, the Great Invocation, when it's said on a regular basis, is said to be a tool for transformation of the personal self and of integration into the group of world servers of the spiritual hierarchy that are mobilizing to cooperate with the world teacher. So each of us, regardless of what our environment and circumstances offer, can begin by working with the Great Invocation. This show is funded by the generous donations of our listeners. We need and welcome your support, and in closing, we invite you to ponder on this thought. Goodwill is the touchstone that will transform the world. Goodwill is love in action. It is the energy that draws us together in right relationship. There is a world prayer called the Great Invocation. It is a call for light and love and goodwill to flow into the world and into our hearts. Let's listen for a moment to these powerful words. From the point of light within the mind of God, let light stream forth into human minds. Let light descend on earth. From the point of love within the heart of God, let love stream forth into human hearts. May the coming one return to earth. From the center where the will of God is known, let purpose guide all little human wills, the purpose which the masters know and serve. From the center which we call the human race, let the plan of love and light work out, and may it seal the door where evil dwells. Let light and love and power restore the plan on earth. is blowing hot air, let O'Reilly Auto Parts help bring back the cool this summer. While you may need to eventually service your AC unit, get immediate relief with Interdynamics Arctic Freeze R134A refrigerant with leak sealer for $32.99. O'Reilly Auto Parts. Better parts, better prices every day. Limit supply. See store for details. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. If your A.C. is blowing hot air, let O'Reilly Auto Parts help bring back the cool this summer. While you may need to eventually service your A.C. unit, get immediate relief with Interdynamics Arctic Freeze R134A refrigerant with leak sealer for $32.99. O'Reilly Auto Parts. Better parts, better prices every day. Limit supply. See store for details. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. 